Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Indeed. We fought against the Thrunes directly. Well, did, kind did, of. Did mm. we? We fought against Asmodeans. No guy named Thrune was here. I guess that's true. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Thrunes and Asmodeus are kind of like one and one in my brain right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, we are back once again with the Silver Ravens continued exploration of the uh, Hokum's Phantasmagorium. When last we had left our heroes, the party had, I believe, a quick recap. They had gone through the Hall of Cryptids. They had gone through the Hall of the Seas. They had gone through the Insect Zoo. They had gone through the Wax Museum. They had gone through the Hall of Truth and entered into the Emporium Arcanum. Arcana, sorry. I keep wanting to say Arcanum because it M's. Mm. At which point they had fought a group of redactors as well as an Asmodean priest who had uh, surrendered like the coward he is. And yep. uh, negotiated for his life as opposed to like pled for his life. At which point the party had locked him in a supply closet at a brief discussion wherein they had found the remains of Rex's parents. Yeah, sadness. Mm -hmm. And I believe we had left off with uh, all of you standing in the, uh, the Hall of Historical Truths. The other half rotted, well actually mostly rotted still, bodies of the, the burnt bodies of the zombies surrounding all of you as... Victoria had collected the two signet rings left over from the, the noble patriarch and matriarch of the Viticora family. Yep, which was sad. Although I suppose Brexus as the sole survivor is now the patriarch of the, the Victicora family. Yep. Yeah. Deciding <sighs> where you were going to go and what you were going to do next. So that Aridin statue, right? I mean, that well, seems like the only place you could hide an entrance in here. We've been everywhere else. Well, do we want to try and see what information we can get out of the supply closet? Adrian <laughs> full laughs. Like, like, we just knock on the door and we're like, "Supply closet, tell us your secret <laughs> wisdom." So, how do you get these stains out of the floor? <laughs> I don't suggest making a deal with a priest. The bigger issue is, could we could we trust anything that he says? Right? Like, I know, like he did the whole bargain thing, but like, I don't know if I really trust what he's saying. I mean, he'll probably actually tell us how to get down there. My thing is. He'd probably then want to be immediately released. I feel like that's a problem. At least being able to make him stay here until we're done being here. So that he doesn't just like walk out, find the first guard and bring him back immediately. Seems like a thing, but I don't know if he'd agree to give us any information if we didn't let him go immediately. You know what I mean? I'm going to see if I can find those pictures that were removed from the statue among whatever the redactors were doing. Good idea. What is the rest of the group doing? And which room is uh, Chesare searching? The one that, with all the tables and the papers and everything strewn everywhere that the redactors were using their freaking sharpies and whiteout on. The <laughs> Emporium Arcana. So Raven Such and I are shot. basically looking for the pictures that were removed from near the statue of Arden. I don't know if any of us have a high enough religion score to know enough about Arden to figure out a puzzle written in Aslanti without the clues yeah, that were probably, probably in those not. pictures. Mm. Yeah. Does anybody have religion trained? I Cesare uh, no. does. Ah. I'm an expert, but I don't think that would help me know as Lonti. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, that's, it's a whole separate language, which none of us speak naturally. Mm -mm. All right. Um, I, yep, what about the rest of you? I, I'm tempted to try to maybe crack it like it's a safe, but my thievery is now no longer trained. We have many and others with thievery. Others who are more mm -hmm. thievery inclined now might be able to... Because I, I because what I'm thinking of it because you you mentioned it having all the letters and stuff of it being like a, a combination lock. The eye in the center rotates and there are various letters. 
Did did we actually finish searching all of the rooms behind the counter? Uh, you have not searched a room since the wax room. Yeah, so we haven't searched any of these rooms, so if we want to divvy up, we could quickly search all the rooms. Mm. Let's do that. Try to see what we find and then come together um, in the library, I guess, room where we were fighting the redactors. Andrea will head back and search the, the big room where the dead body is. Or, sorry, where the uh, the dead redactor is. You know, they got him wrapped in a sheet, that guy, that room. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go back to the, the room in the very back that Adria hasn't been to yet? Yep, that room. Okay. Because it had desks and stuff, potentially. Yeah, because I guess I'll search the uh, the room with the sarcophagus um, and everything else that's in there, which I believe is the... Hall of Historical Truth. Hall of Historical Truth, mm. there it is. Yeah. Okay. What is Vittoria doing? Uh, I think Vittoria is going to go search some of the smaller offices in the back corner of the building. So, like, not the big room that Adria's in, but the little smaller offices. She's going to search those. And Nicola? Um, I guess I'll search... There's this little, like, antechamber from the um, the hall with the, the serial killer. I forgot his name, but yeah. So, suppose you all scatter. Adria, you make your way back behind the bookcase, back to the room in the very far end of the uh, Phantasmagorium, along with Vittoria and begin to search the chamber beyond. As previously mentioned, well, one, as you make your way back there, there's a uh, there's a small sign on the door that uh, I don't believe the rest of the group registered quite as much since they were dragging, you know, prisoners and unconscious bodies back there previously uh, mm-hmm. that denotes this as museum offices. Fair enough, fair enough. Opening the door, you make your way into a chamber full of overturned desks and scattered paperwork which cover the floor of the workroom. Doors open along the right-hand wall lead into smaller cubbies or basically small offices about 10 feet at a side. Each one of those smaller offices off towards the side contain small a number of bedrolls as well as supplies. You guess for the redactors that were staying here full time. Mm. Uh, you are searching in there. Chesare returns back, you know, steps over the bodies of the redactors and starts to rifle through the surrounding books that weren't hurled at all of you during the conflict that preceded this. Mm-hmm. And Lucia... Yeah, you make your way over. You begin to search through the uh, the Hall of Historical Truths along with Nicolo, who heads back into the first room that you'd enter, whereas uh, Lucia, you begin looking around here and keeping a, a nervous eye back in the direction of this uh, this mummy inside a sarcophagus, which stands off towards the side that hasn't gotten up to try to kill you or anything yet. Lucia goes over and, like, raps on it. Like, is it stone? Like, is it actual, like, legitimate sarcophagus? Not that you would probably uh, really Wrapping know. on the mummy, the mummy appears to be some sort of plaster or paper mache. Ha! Great. Okay. Excellent. That is great news. Hall of Historical Truths. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything else in here has been fake, but I mean, it was fake in a way that was still dangerous. So mm. I assumed nothing. As Lucia and Niccolo, you look through that room, you find, honestly, Historical Truths is very much of a misnomer. These are truths, quote unquote, in the same way that the truth is out there. (laughs) This is uh, less of a place of history than a collection of urban legends and conspiracy theories. Mm. The uh, displays here seem to have been all removed as far as the ones that were posted up on the surrounding walls that seem to have probably included documents or anything along those lines. As you can imagine that the Asmodeum redactors probably leave nothing to chance and went ahead and were thoroughly going through here as well. Any of the various articles or items left here 
Moongi masks or Fudrani blade dancer swords or dwarven burial urns and all the rest of that, all of them appear to have been fictitious fakes constructed by whomever was here. Each one of them has a very small, I suppose in the, uh, the, the vein of being a quote-unquote truth, each of them has a very small line underneath the, the description for what this item that is that's displayed here that simply says replica. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know enough history to know, like, whether any of this is actually, like, you know, even remotely real, because let's be real, noble Chalaxian is not going to be <laughs> the most up-to-date on actual history. Well, if this is the um, X-Files wing, I guess, Lucia, do you want to be Mulder <laughs> or Scully? Uh, I always saw myself more as a Scully. Mm. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll, I'll be David Duchovny then. That sounds fun. I mean, it's not bad being David Duchovny. Nah. So nothing of interest here whatsoever. Doesn't look like it. Eh. I mean, it was a long shot anyway. This place doesn't exactly reek of truth. That's, that's understating things. The reeks of many things, but not truth. <laughs> Including dead bodies. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Tesere is searching through the Emporum Arcana. You get the impression that the Phantasmagorium here probably supported itself as much from ticket sales as from its shop. And here you can see a variety of different things that you can only define as snake oils, replica reliquies, forged historical artifacts, so on and so forth. Yay. There are a couple of things of possible use here. Mm. as a raven more so than you finds as she begins to scour around you know through the back shelves digging around and such she can get smaller places yeah mm. and she just kind of picks up since she does have opposable paws you know picks up and She's hands a back things mm -hmm. unsurprisingly considering who you're dealing with raven is able to compile together into small groups a, a number of different components from the emporium arcanum that are actual components oh. enough to create two material component pouches hmm Cool. Um, so it's like, here's some bat guano. That's actual bat guano. Here's some like glass rods for your lightning bolt spells. Here's this, here's that, etc. As she begins to dig through. You also find a bottle of lead-based ink, which is worth five silver pieces. Five miniature ivory doors, which are worth five oh, gold okay. pieces each. A roll of copper wire, which is worth two gold pieces. And five gold worth of silver dust. And ten gold worth of diamond dust. Oh, wow. Whoa! That is a lot of diamond dust. Yep. Importantly, none of the documents on the desks here appear to have had any quote-unquote, again, truth to them, as there are very little redactions. Mostly, they seem to have read over and then gone, this is ridiculous, there are no Sasquatches outside of Cantargo, and just set it off towards the side. I like that they had to read all of this nonsense. At least they got they had to do that. At least this section is a total snipe hunt, but... Uh, did you guys actually um, loot Raul? Uh... I think you took his armor and weapons. Yeah, yeah but, we but didn't you didn't so. take any of his other stuff. Okay. Wait, so I kept, well, no, I've got a thing—a half plate, a mace, composite shortbow. Yeah, you took his weapons, yeah, but none so of his other his things. And armor, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Well, I gotta take his holy symbol for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think we mentioned. But I didn't that. know if you took off his boots, his cloak, his rings. No, probably not. If you stripped him down to his, you know, underwear and dropped him, he's in gotta a have closet. something to run away with. <laughs> just curious. Adria Vittoria searching the back. This area seems to be a large, there's the large central workroom here, the three smaller offices, the storage room that's off towards the side. All of it seems to have at one point been kind of the entirety of the administrative space uh, for the Phantasmagorium staff. And judging by the fact that some of the cots here seem to have been here before the redactors came, you're going to guess that some of them possibly use it as living space. 
The rooms uh, seem to have been subsequently converted into the basically the sleeping quarters for the Asmodean redactors. The room in the far back portion, basically the back corner of this entire building, furthest from the, cent- the entry here, seems to have probably been used for somewhat of higher station. Judging by the fact that there's a small shrine of Asmodeus set up in here, you're going to guess Asvernathi Rawls personal chambers. All right, all right. That we over. kick that. Yeah. <laughs> you kick that over. Okay, that's fine. Searching the room, looking for treasure. And secrets. And secrets and anything of use. Go ahead and make me a knowledge religion. Well, religion, as it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. There's very little of actual interest in here. It seems that the redactors had gone through this chamber fairly thoroughly. Despite the ta- the fact that the tables here have been flipped over and the papers scattered around, most of these papers have been scattered around in the almost in a clump manner that gives to each of you the mind of someone standing at a desk, looking over something utterly inane, and then throwing it back over their shoulder to be shredded or burned later. <laughs> that they seem to have fallen in a very particular pattern around the far side of the room. Almost all of these documents are utterly inane as far as the ones that are on the floor are concerned. Basically financial records and plans for expansions and advertisement ideas for a business that's been defunct for 20 years. You doubt very seriously there's anything in here that would probably be a clue. However, the chamber has two things of interest. The first, Adrian would find on the desk in the far side of the room, which is a tome that, judging by the script on the front of this, as it is written in Taldane, ergo the common tongue, denotes this as being the history and future of humanity. Oh, hey. Hey. It is a brilliantly illuminated tome uh, with actually fine pictures and seems to be a complete holy text of the Church of Aridon. Cool. That would be useful. Yeah. As such, one, it's kind of a banned book, but two, it may actually be of some value for a collector or anything like that. All right. Pick that up. Wow. Nicolo's over there like, gift from Mama, maybe. Mama has a birthday soon. Well, we also could just use a holy text of Aridin. It might be just useful for what we're doing right now. Well, sure. Curiously, you notice that there are numerous, not sticky notes, but basically strips of vellum that have been cut and placed onto a number of pages in here. Hmm. Uh, in grand total, 21 of the pages have been marked. Hmm. I think these might just be more annotations or something. Okay, all right. I was going to say, I, di- I didn't think the number 21 was significant other than being a multiple of seven. Vittoria, searching through Avernathy's room, as he still does have his desk, you, you know, I suppose, shove over his shrine of Asmodeus. Yep. You do find a number of papers scattered on the desk here. All of these appear to be excerpts from the holy text of Aridin, the history and future of humanity. Each of these pages seems to have been removed probably from a picture frame, judging by how flat they lay. Nice. Oh, there we go. Hey! Uh, each of these are beautifully illuminated, and uh, it's the classic thing where they've got the big block in the upper corner for, like, the first letter, and it's a giant letter, and then it mm. kind of goes on for the rest of the text from there. Hmm. I suppose uh, after each of you have finished your investigation, I don't know if you want to meet back in the the back, or since you're possibly going to be discuss- discussing sensitive information, do so away from the closet. Yeah, I think the yeah. library. Yeah, we would come back to the uh, gift shop. Okay. Yeah. We'll meet by the gift shop back at the end. <laughs> I uh, found a really fancy book of Aridin. Like, ten gold pieces fancy. It's nice. It's got a bunch of notes in it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I found what's in the picture frames. Oh, really? Oh, that's 
That's way better than what we found, which was mostly bat poop. Raven holds up a bunch of bat guana. Wait, why why do you need that? Magic. Ew. Uh, she's not the wrong. Uh, but Damn, anyway, it's I, gross. I found these uh, papers within uh, the priest's quarters after I kicked over his shrine. Uh, and oh, it good. seems that each uh, first letter of each page is an Islanti rune. Ah, so hmm. it's probably a puzzle that, you know, we take them back there, we put them in an order. That's the order you, you spend the eyeball, like a combination code. Yeah. You took everything from the priest, correct? Left him with nothing but his clothing. He has no weapons, armor. No magical rings or other trinkets. I don't know how to find magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that point. You send yeah. it to people who can't see magic. <laughs> like, unfortunately, literally, I can't. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there's not a thing we can do to notice the, if, it, if the rings are magical. For the future, when you take someone prisoner, you should ideally leave them with as little as possible, just in case it's magic or they have some other use for something that you aren't aware of. Completely naked. That would be ideal. Magical yeah, wear. I don't think anybody has magical underoos. Hey, you don't know, man. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> With the magic underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a lot better than what we found, which was basically just Big a old bunch nothing. of junk. Yes. I found some diamonds and some silver and some other cool, look, tiny little doors. She holds up some doors. Okay, I mean, it's shiny right. dust, but it's just dust. Again, the first spell casting. Dust. Magic dust. Like a pixie dust or something. I mean... You won't be complaining when you have skin as hard as stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if that's still material component or anything. No idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, so puzzle? Or do we want to go recheck that priest? Or are we good? I mean, we got a holy text of Aridin, and uh, we got the pictures. So hopefully that's enough to figure it out ourselves. No, I think she's saying whether or not we should check on the prisoners before we go delve into the lower levels. You know, make sure they don't got anything brewing. Oh, I mean, I, I guess. We at the very least, I'm guessing you both can sense magic. So, I mean, I know Cesare has before. Yeah, he's faster than me. Well, I mean, it's it should be just casting detect magic to know if there is magic in the room, you know? I don't have detect magic, for, like, slotted. Oh, you don't have detect magic at all. I mean, okay. I could, but I don't because Cesare has it covered. Yeah, I suppose Cesare will go and make sure there's no magic on that priest before we messing around with the statue. Detecting magic on the priest. There is magic on this priest. What? <laughs> As you open the door, you know, he smiles up. Ah, see, you're back. Have you given more thought to my offer of uh, assistance? And Cesare immediately starts spellcasting. It's yeah. just like, well, darn. <laughs> <Nerds>. <laughs> if I had my way, you would be dead. Ah, well, I'm glad that you don't have your way. <laughs> it's a sassy priest. Okay, so uh, let's, uh, Atria, Everyone's like, crowding in around gets the in there, uh, pulls off, like, if he has rings on, we're going to take the rings off, hand them to, to our boy. Take off any any necklaces. It, I can save you some time if you're looking for my rings. Yes. The hand them over. Yes, of course. He holds up his hands as if, you know, untie my hands and I'd be happy to. Oh, please. Cesare will just take the rings off. Yeah, we just yank them off. Mm. <laughs> It would have been really funny if he had a ring of the ram, though, and he's like, uh-oh, you're coming for my rings, punch. Or, like, some sort of a ring that lets you, like, become ethereal, or... I mean, he would have been gone by now, but... Oh, no, he'd uh, already been gone if that was the case. No. Nope. You remove the two rings. Uh, one is a, a beautiful, intricately carved, gleaming golden ring that looks like a dragon with a ruby in its mouth. That's rad. That's and the cool. other one is a thick, plain, 
unadorned iron ring. Let me guess the iron one is the magical one. Probably. Maybe they're both yeah. magical. All right, Cesare will figure out which one is magical and it only takes me a minute to identify the properties since I have that quick identification. Both of these appear to be magical. Ooh. Oh, they're both magical. Wonderful. What do they okay. do? Okay. So Cesare is wanting to, is anyone else wanting to do anything? Well, um, actually is Cesare wanting to identify a couple of things? Because if anyone wants to make any like medicine checks to patch people up, you're going to need to take 10 oh, minutes we should out. Probably so Cesare do that, could feasibly yeah. identify a lot of things in that yeah, time. Yeah, I would like to be patched. Casting detect magic again, you can sense another magical aura. On oh him? gosh, this guy. Well, again, it oh, is a radius yeah. for detect magic. Yeah. Yep, this. Searching him, which would take about two minutes or so. Mm-hmm. No, you basically, you cast detect magic, and then yeah, I suppose you cast read aura. Mm-hmm. Boots, nope. And he keeps going. It's like, I have nothing else magic. I have nothing else magic. I have there's nothing else magic. There's something magic. It could just be in the storeroom. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing on him. We start digging into the storeroom, yeah. I guess. Patch me. I, I, heard, I can patch myself, I guess. I'll just do that. Cesare will play hunt down the magic aura with Raven. Yeah, it's just a perception roll to start to search this room. And it's possible that Adria and Vittoria might have just missed something when they searched the room. You don't know. We didn't get to search this room. Sure. Nope, I don't heal myself. I'm sad. Sad, sad. I roll a three. For a you know, critical fail at least, so. Yeah, but I don't get any hit points back. Okay, quick round table. Uh, who's doing what during this time? Adria is attempting to heal herself. Lucia? I would like to be healed. Okay, so you're not doing anything. You're just waiting in line. <laughs> I mean, that, this is not a huge storeroom, so it's not really big enough for all of us, and I figure Cesare is going to find the magic faster than I will. Okay. Oh, she is watching the door. Yeah, that sounds like a great thing to do. You know, Cesare is searching the room. Vittoria is, I think, also healing somebody. Uh, Vittoria is going to take the time that we're kind of sorting everything out to heal up Lucia while she's guarding the door. Yay! And Nicola? Um, I'll take a look around the room just to see, help to see if I can find anything. Okay. So uh, go ahead and bounce me a perception there also. Cesare is bouncing a perception. Uh, Adria, what did you get? A three for a 12. So I don't heal myself. Mm. All Ouch. right. Lucia is just kind of guarding the door. Vittoria, what did you make for your heal check? I rolled a 13 for a 21. All right. Or medicine check. Me Sorry. Medicine check, yeah. Medicine check. I've got to get used to that. Years and years of unlearning. You get 13 back. 13 back. I'm at full exactly. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right. So Cesare, you and Nicolo begin to search the rest of the room you know, over the next 10 minutes because it actually does take 10 minutes to search this room as well. Cesare, you keep kind of walking around in circles to tech magic. There's something still in here, like walk to the far side of the room. You determine that it's not in the cubby anywhere. It has to be somewhere in the central room. Detect magic, nothing. Detect magic, nothing. Eventually, like, Nicolo just kind of starts wandering around, like, picking up papers, like, is it this? Is it this pen? Is it this? <laughs> what about this ink vial? What's a magic? Yep. Eventually, Nicolo, chair? you pick up a, a, a piece of paper that looks like it was a idea for basically a new flyer for uh, something about a saber-toothed mastodon. You have no idea what the heck that is. Good gracious. Some sort of hybrid cat elephant, elephant thing. thing? However, you huh. then kind of like, you hold this up, look at it, just kind of go to toss it away before you look on the back and see all of these bright, complex lettering and go, this thing? <laughs> As Cesare identifies that, yes, they did use the back of the scroll to sketch out an idea for what? some sort of new advertisement because apparently they ran out of paper. It was on like, a first magic thing I could scroll? Uh, it okay. does appear to be some form of magical scroll, though. All right, what? then Cesare will take out three minutes to identify the two rings and the scroll. Okay. Uh, would anyone else like to? You guys are at 48 minutes right now. 
that you have been in here. Um, I don't know if you just want to go ahead and take another 10 minutes since Cesare had to take 10 minutes to search the room and you guys can still battle medicine again or regular medicine again. It'll just take seven minutes more than Cesare's identification. Well, I guess who all is still down? I mean, I'm down and usually you have to wait a full hour or whatever. Yes. Cesare is down like three hit points. He's fine. I could use some healing if we're waiting some more. If you want to take out 20 minutes, you feasibly have the time for Vittoria to go over there, patch up Niccolo. Uh, Adria could try to patch up Vittoria. Yeah, that sounds uh, good. Yeah, and then I guess while uh, they're doing that, I will start looking through, uh, you know, Airden's holy text and see if... Really? I give up. I, I'll look, start looking through Airden's holy text and see if I can figure out what order the pictures are supposed to go in. It, okay. Because I assume they don't have like one, two, three, four on the back. Okay. Vittoria and Adria need to make medicine checks. Cesare, go ahead and make me two checks to identify this arcana checks. You up to anything in the meantime, Nicola? Um, uh, I guess I can help out with the, um, help out with the documents from the picture frames and see if that helps any. Okay. It's the only other thing I can think of to do right now. That that was my thought as well. All right. Adria spends a long time wrapping up Victoria's wounds and nothing seems to happen because she rolls a dang three, another dang three on the die for a 12. And then she looks at like the expiration date on like the <laughs> antibacterial cream and sees it's like five years out of date and is like... <laughs> Oh, I feel like I just bought okay. this yesterday. It's like that's such a like half elf elven thing to be like. I, I bought this like yesterday. Well, you know, this, is po- this is why you make your own. This is why you make your own. I just like toss it into the rubbish pile. Is there a number on the back to call? Like if that happens, that, that company went out of went out of uh, business three years ago. Adria is one of those people that makes like her own at home like hand sanitizer or whatever it is. It's like yep. I think this is the right mixture. Well, no, she bought this one, but she's like, this is why you make your own. You always know it's gonna work. Yeah, this is the ouch-free uh, alcohol that I bought. Yeah, so I toss it. It's just water. I, you know, um, I used to use this on my son. Oh wow, he's like a grown man now. Never mind, I toss it. <laughs> oh yeah, he used to use it on his scraped knees. And that's like thirty years ago. It's like my med kit I used to carry around when I had a kid. I just added like to my bag for that. Actually, makes a lot of sense. Actually, for Asia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Victoria, what did you make for your heel check or your uh, your medicine v- check? Victoria rolled a, a seventeen for a twenty-five. 25. All right. All right. Oh, crit oh, success. Crit success. Yeah. Rad. I mean, I'll take it. Certainly not going to complain. Uh, wow. <laughs> you make you get grow, 29 right? back, which I don't think you needed, but you got it. Okay. Wow. I think Victoria's. I think Victoria's just trying to prove herself since that very first botched heel check. <laughs> like, yeah. when you so where I almost like cut my own arm off. Yeah. Yeah. The last month she spent really reading up on her first aid. Again, used to working with dead people. <laughs> You've healed some of my internal, like, <laughs> depression. Like, How? <laughs> I- I think I think my kidneys are cleaner now too. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> how did you, you optimize my liver's produ- <laughs> production or whatever cleaning? Cesare, you are able to identify both of the things in your possession. I say both because these two rings are actually a single magic item. But uh, the rings that you have in one hand are referred to commonly as doubling rings. <gasps> this item oh. consists of two magically linked rings. When you wield a melee weapon in the hand wearing the golden ring, the weapon's fundamental runes are replicated into any melee weapon you wield in the hand wearing the iron ring. Oh. The fundamental runes are weapon potency and striking, which add the item bonus to attack rolls and the extra weapon damage dice, respectively. Uh, Any fundamental runes on the weapon in the hand wearing the iron ring are suppressed while you're wearing these. 
The replication functions only if you wear both rings, and it ends as soon as you cease wielding a weapon in one of your hands. Consequently, consequently the benefit doesn't apply to thrown attacks or if you're holding a weapon but not wielding it, such as holding it in one hand that requires two hands to wield. So mechanically speaking, it means that if he has a magic rune on his mace, of which, uh, eh, you know what, just so that I'm not being a, being a jerk here, I'll go ahead and give it to you. When the uh, magic wears off from the magic weapon, which actually gave a higher bonus, you realize that there's also a potency rune on his mace that he was using. Oh, okay. Um, the same potency rune applies to his offhand mace. Ah, that's cool. Because of the so, doubling rings. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go ahead and give it to you just because, again, I'm not going to be that he does have a plus one uh, rune on his regular mace. Nice. Okay. Not his light mace. Because he doesn't plus need to. One. Oh, now like, you have nope, a mace. Doubling ring. Yep. Is anybody two weapon fight here? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm, nope. That might not, be a nice chunk of change. Yeah, not really on the two weapon fight. Uh, okay, let me look up the potency rune for that. So. And what's the scroll? The scroll is a scroll of dispel magic. Rad. Okay. Very nice. I suppose you kind of roll that up. Man, we are we are cleaning up money wise. Okay. Me like close the supply closet again. Lucia and Nicolo looking this over. Both of you go ahead and uh, roll me a religion check. Sure. Alright, let's do some religion. It's gonna be really low for me because I have a zero modifier for that. I don't know if this is significant, but um, the Aslanti runes are only on the ones that are from the picture frames. The ones in the book don't have these same runes. Huh. Well, it doesn't look like it's missing pages either. Not that I can find. They're probably Um, just the... uh... The, the non-Aslanti version of the so, same page. Uh, if I if I flip through the page, do I see those pictures in the holy text? The pages are in the holy text, but they do not have the large block in the basically that's the first letter of each page uh-huh. in the holy text. The holy text that, that you have appears to be a more functional holy text and not the illuminated filigree design. I think he's trying to say, can we match it up? Does this picture match, which picture matches the tab in the book? And can we use that to translate the runes? I think is what Jordan's trying to ask. Well, I'm trying to figure out what order they go in was kind (laughs) of what I was trying to interpret based on the position in the book, maybe with the tabs. You could match the pages in the same order. So basically go, there's a tab on page three and this one, this page over here matches page three and then put them in the order that they are in the book if you want to. Yeah, okay, yep. that's what I think I'm going to do because that seems like a, if I was going to put it in an order, that's what I would put it in. So that's just kind of okay. my, my instinct, yeah, so you can, I guess. You can match the stack of loose papers to the order in the book. Yeah. You now have them in order. Now we can go to the statue. Yeah. I mean, that should at least theoretically allow us to translate the runes. If you wanted to, you could look at it and go, you know, this Aslanti rune on this page is translates to the letter M. If you look at the other page by doing that as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, so we should do that because I'm, what I'm assuming, and this is me just not really metagaming, but like if I was putting this together as a, as a clue to help people solve this, I would put those letters would be the letters you have to turn the combination yeah, to. Yeah, does, when we have it all translated out, does it make like a comprehensible sentence in the Aslanti runes? It does. In fact, hey. Heather, go ahead and get a hero point for, hey. uh, for making that connection. <laughs> nice. Because I've realized recently that I'm very bad at giving out hero points. I ask all of you to remind me again because I'm terrible we're at remembering. We're bad at reminding that. too, so. <laughs> yep. Cesare pouring this over. 
you're able to translate it. Cesare, as you lean over, look over these pages. He does have a writing set he keeps with him, so he'll pull out a spare sheet of paper. We also have yeah. five writing sets we've recovered, so. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not hurting for paper. <laughs> what we're saying is Eternal. we got a lot of ink and a lot of paper. It says that I am the master of masters, which seems arrogant. Oh. Irori, right? Oh, yes, that is uh, Master of Masters is uh, Rory's uh, title. Hmm. So should we like put Irori into the no, combination I think, lock? I think this is what we need to put into the lock to open it. All 21 That's letters? That's a lot. I mean... We haven't taken that close of a look at the lock. Oh, yeah, so, let's I take mean, a look at yeah, the lock. <laughs> <laughs> we actually look at it. Well, when you looked at the lock before, again, it is surrounded by all of the letters of the Aslanti Af- oh, alphabet. Oh, yeah, so it has mm. all the letters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be a very secure lock if you have to enter in 21 distinct, a specific pattern of 21 distinct characters. We yeah. can try just Iori, but I have a feeling it's going to be the whole thing. Yeah. I, I was going to say... If, if, well, it depends thing, on how smart the they were. Is, do we have all the letters for Iori in there? We do, don't we? No, there's no O. Of. Oh. Yeah. We can try Iori first, I suppose. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Iori is spelled I-R-O-R-I. I-R-O-R-I, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have all the letters for that. Dialing Not in up. the name Iori, there's a soft click. Hey, hey. Ah, oh, okay. nice. Fair enough. Because not only would you have to be smart enough to translate this, but you'd also have to be religious enough to know that Iori is the master of masters. Fair enough. Nice. That works. So what happens after the click? The explosion. Rotating this out one at a time. I-R-O-R-I. There is a soft click. The statue on hidden tracks slides backwards. (laughs) Revealing the top of a staircase spiraling down into the earth. Okie dokie. <sighs> All right, are we ready? Yep. As we're going to be. All right, here goes nothing. Lucia takes her light spell and descends down the stairs, I guess, leading the rest of us. Wait, you're, wait since when does Lucia lead the front? I'm the fighter. Okay. I don't know. I thought Nicolo was our... I mean, it's, what, yeah, it's whatever. He's got the <laughs> oh, that's right. If Lucia right. wants to go first, I'm, I, I'm fine I, with that. I had that moment where I was like, nah, they sprung all the traps. This will be fine. Mm. Well. Nicolo goes down first, and Lucia goes right behind him. Okay. Bravely. So I will head down first, keep an eye out for traps. Fortunately, I can do that automatically, so. You begin to descend down the stairs. The steps here are covered in numerous... Your first thought is runes. However, as you look at them, you realize that it is just characters from maybe two dozen different languages. As you descend down the steps in a slow spiral, making your way into the earth. Anyone who can read any language and pays attention as you descend sees that it actually spells out words as you make your way down. Translating this into any of the languages, because again, there's infernal, celestial, giant, dwarven, etc. runes marking the floor down. It spells out the words, Many Steps Monastery. Cute. Cool. After a little while, you realize that this is not just a name, but is a rather accurate term as you descend 50 feet down into the earth, down this spiral staircase. Jeez. Wow. Wild. Nobody trip. It's basically five floors that you have to navigate your way down on these stairs as you make your way downwards. Ah, gosh. Monks. The walls here are lined with niches for lanterns to be placed along their length. Although no lanterns still reside here, 
and you descend down in the darkness, only broken by the magical illumination you bring with yourself. You know, and Nikolos piercing dark vision. As you make your way down, you find that the air quality seems to be surprisingly good down here. That being said, there's something faint but foul. This smell like, again, the only thing any of you can associate it with is this charnel smell of a slaughterhouse. Ugh. Like old blood. I don't love it. Mm. So this is just like the uh, the room under the stables where we mm. found the uh, the Silver Raven. The mm. Silver Ravens. That being said, I suppose uh, I'll give it to uh, to all of you that more likely than not, judging by the fact that there's 50 feet of stone, you doubt very seriously anyone down here is alerted to your fights upstairs. Oh, yeah, so no way. We to totally, we, to they will not, like, they yeah, might hear great. us now, but they're definitely not, uh, will not have heard the fight upstairs. That's true. All right. Making your way down, you step free into a large room. Oh, cool. Oh, my goodness. The last portion of the stairway as you descend down goes from stone to wrought iron descending down in a spiral into the floor below, entering into a massive library. Bookshelves, both freestanding and wall-mounted, rise up to the ceiling 40 feet above. Whoa. Ladders on track allow access to the higher shelves, yet few books and scrolls remain there and instead are stacked up around the outside edges of the room in various piles that seem to have been gone through meticulously over time. Jeez. They've been pulling stuff off the shelf and organizing it into whatever the f- these piles mean. Yeah. Bloodstains mar the floor in this room, as well as splatter across the surrounding walls here and there, and some of the sh- shelves bear what appears to be the remnants of battle damage both blade as well as in some areas damage indicative of fire or lightning or acid Hmm. that tore through this room at some point in the past. A massive strange rune inscribed in a circle decorates the floor in the center of this chamber and pulses softly Hmm. with a blue lambent light. Don't like that. Well, maybe it's just a nice light to have in here. Maybe. Considering there's no other light in this room, probably not. Anyone that wishes to may make me a religion check. That's the Master's Rebus. It's a rune that's sacred to Iori. Oh, good. And in theory, it should be safe. I don't see anything on it. Hey, this place is pretty cool. I mean, barring the blood and stuff. Yeah, there was a fight I don't know how long ago. It'd be nice if we could salvage some of these books. You are new guests, are you not? Uh-oh. Well, the voice comes out of the shadows yep. on the far side of the room. Of course I do. Did she send you? Yeah. Are really? you who we're supposed to meet? Go ahead and bounce me a deception. Uh, I mean, this is a deception I'm party. I, I don't mean, know. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. We do have some, some deception. You tell me. Dang it, pronoun game. Well, we thought we were supposed to meet with the priest upstairs, but he just sent us down here, so... Why have you been sent? We heard y'all uh, might need some help. Looks like there's a lot to go through. Are you more redactors? Most definitely not. Yeah, that tone was different. Do we look like redactors? Which she just says with like a rapier in her hand. Adria drops her ruse and instead says, if the she you're talking about is the she I think you're talking about, I don't think she's around. But others who care about her and who she cared about did send us to put an end to the redacting. 
You speak in riddles. Well, I mean, you're a shadow person. I can't see. I don't know where we stand. It's, you know. Something moves out of the darkness. It's hard to even understand what this thing is. Can it be a new best friend? (laughs) The creature in question stands about roughly six feet tall. Oh, okay. That's much bigger than I was picturing. Stand is somewhat of a misnomer. The creature appears to be roughly humanoid in shape. However, it is made of nothing flesh, so much as folded paper and silken ribbons hovering in a general man shape in the air. Its head seems to be the open cover of some great tome of metal and leather. It's a book, friend. As it strides or hovers out of the darkness. Can I check, please? Oh my god. (laughs) I want it to be your best friend. For your edification, unfortunately not our uh, audience's edification, looks like that. I love them. I love oh, them. Oh, it has so little much. like ribbons, like a maypole coming out of its little book face. Oh, I love them. I want to be their best He's friend. Cute. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is the librarian. And it's still alive, which means maybe it attacked and killed all the people down here. No, it's been hiding. You know, it's been hiding. The priest said something about the outsider. <gasps> That's right. Oh, but maybe this is it. Yeah. I just assumed that Nox, Nix, whatever her name is, had summoned something else, but... Yeah. Anyone that wishes to may make a religion check. Okay. Well, I'm not trying that, because I'm untrained. I'm untrained, but I'm wise. I'm definitely not wise, so... Yeah, I'll give it to you. None of you have any idea what this thing is. Rad as heck. All right. Now, perhaps so. we can speak without riddles. We're definitely not on the side of the redactors. We're on the side of Portia, but Portia is gone. I do not know this Portia. Okay, all right. That tells us something. But you are aligned with the archivists, yeah? I am aligned with no one. Do you oversee this library? Define oversee. (sighs) Outsiders. Are you a steward of some kind, or are you a guardian? Guardian would be an accurate term. Okay. Why have you come here? Though they're here to stop the Asmodeans. Interesting. Did you fight them? No, I was called here. By them? By her. Who's her? I am commanded not to speak her name or discuss her. Probably another archivist, if I had to guess. Mm -mm. I am also commanded to kill any intruders that I see making their way into the structure. Are you intruders? No, we had a key. You have a key. Let us in the front door of the building. By the words of my contract, yes. you would not be intruders then. This is true. Oh no, by the words of my contract, I hate that. It's very Asmodean phrasing. I mean, it depends on the how they were called here, because if they were bound, contracts can apply to virtually any outsider. Yeah. I am Yaliv. Well, hello there. Where are the others that are down here? Beyond. It gestures with one hand towards a door on the far side of the chamber, almost lost in shadow. I was summoned by her, conjured here, by one of his agents. A man, tall, dark, shaven of head, wearing robes of red and black. Rune. Ow. I aided with the search of this place. Okay, so Nox is the her... The hem is thrown. Nox is the swordswoman with no magical ability. Okay, all right, not Nox. 
I cannot speak of her. Zeraul said something about the sorceress or someone down here. She bound me. It steps forward, holding up a almost this collection of ribbons and points towards the center of its chest and called me here in exchange for something that I was interested. Oh. It is my nature to pursue knowledge as a Scrivenite. Does that help us identify what this is? Uh, unfortunately, you still have no idea what it is. Um, actually, anyone that wishes to, oh, what would I put this as? I mean, I'm assuming these are not a common outsider that we would have experienced with. It's no devil or anything like that that you've ever seen before. Yeah, I was like, this is no devil, which is weird for them to summon not a devil. Well, I mean, I guess when you're in a library, summon a specialist in books, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know. eh. You know what? Go ahead and just uh, have everyone make me an intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, Intelligence, okay. You all kind of step forward, look this over. Something strikes you as oddly familiar as you look over the binding runes. Until it strikes one of you. Mm. Niccolo grumbles for a moment. This is the same person who summoned the tooth fairies. Oh. No way. It's the same handwriting. Seriously? Wow. Okay. I know nothing of tooth fairies. Well, as if we needed more info. Or we needed more motivation. Jeez. Is she here? The one that summoned you? She is not. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of figured it wouldn't be that easy. I was called and bound after this place was purged. Called to assist with the sorting of this chamber, as I am capable of safely securing tomes, and was asked to guard this place for three full turnings of your moon. I agreed, as I thought it would be useful to gain this information. I was promised that upon the end of my tenure... I would be allowed to read and peruse a copy of the Inward Facing Circle. Do we know what that is? Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge religion. The Inward Facing Circle is a book of Diabloism. Mm. Why do you want that? Knowledge. You are unfamiliar with my kind. Uh, yes, very much so. We are the Scrivenites. We are natives to Axis. Uh-huh. A plane of absolute order and law. My okay. people work as historians, cartographers, archivists of the multiverse, woven together literally from knowledge. And we have a deep need to record anything and everything in excruciating details. I was promised this and aided them in what I thought would be their search for knowledge. Ah, no. Then began the redactions, changing knowledge, corrupting it for their own end. I can only assume she, in her perversity, decided that this would be a amusing distraction for her to require I stand by and by my complicity aid them in their search and destruction of knowledge. Well, that's messed up. Good news for you. We're here to stop that. And we are not intruders to this place. So, you know, we can just go deal with those redactors and you can just chill here and read a book or many books. I don't know how that works for you. However, can you tell us anything about who remains down here? I can tell you much. My binding contract is very exact. However, it was done somewhat hastily before she left. 
and nice. did not include the number of contingencies that I would have in a similar situation. <laughs> is there a copy of the inward facing circle here, or is she supposed to bring you one? I do not believe so. However, there was the man, tall, dark, shaven of head. Does that match Brazilla's mm-hmm. description? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw I like him. that you've seen him. Yeah, he's yeah, I was tall, say, we've shaven head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He left this place with a single tome. <sighs> it seems to have been perhaps the only reason that he had delved into this place to begin with. So he already Crud. has what he wants. Mm-hmm. Do you know what tome? I did not see it. It was a leather-bound book of some size. A history of the Silver Ravens? Could have been anything. There's no way to know. Mm. He and the others left. But not all are gone now. The structure is large, although I have not explored much of it. I've mostly set myself to be here. However, I do know that there are still five more redactors working deeper in the complex. As well as the woman. And the tall man. The tall man. Very large. Powerfully built. I believe you would define him as muscle. Okay. Bodyguard, maybe, of some kind. And the woman that you spoke of. Ah, okay, so Nox. Nox is still down here, okay. And what exactly is she? Is she human? I actually possess very little knowledge pertaining towards the various beings that inhabit your material plane here. But it's resemblant in build to all of you. There is something more in her nature. Mm. She is closer to me perhaps now than she is to you. Okay. Hmm. She is accompanied by her pets. The dogs. Yep. Great. How many? Two. Hmm. When you say pets, you mean the fire-breathing dogs or something else? I have not seen them breathe fire, but I believe that they are the hounds of hell. Specifically, Canaan, not Nessian. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (sighs) Well, that's a blessing at least. I don't know if anybody else would know the difference, but... That, it all sounds bad to me. Yeah, none of us would know other than probably all of us know hellhounds are bad We news. saw those hellhounds once. Yeah, that's true, we did. Maybe we should hustle? I have not seen any alert to you visiting, as you are not intruders. Are they all together? They are beyond this room. I have not explored far. Mm-hmm. Okay. It pauses. I wish you luck in your endeavor. I am bound here for three turnings of your moon. Or until the redactors are done with their task. Them being dead is done, right? Or like unconscious, I guess, or whatever. No, they won't be done if they're unconscious. The worst case scenario is they will attempt to destroy me. But this is a temporary arrangement, and my death would not be permanent. Mm. Okay. Ah, okay. I am also incapable of pain. So they could try as they may. I am simply pleased to be rid of this place, even if it means that I will not get what I came for. Why are you here? We seek knowledge. Primarily, we want to protect the knowledge that's over that's already here from the redactors. And we're looking for some knowledge of our own. I would be intrigued to learn more of you, but I suppose you will need to deal with matters here. Perhaps if you wish before we leave, before you leave, we might speak more on the subject. I find what? your people eternally fascinating, and this small pebble may, in fact, make ripples that stretch out. So often your kind is so narrow in view. You place far too much importance on things that are unimportant. 
and far too little importance on things that are of great interest. We can have a big chat. I wish you luck, rightful inhabitants of this place. <laughs> thanks. Many thanks, yes. All right, let's go deal with uh, a lot of stuff. That's the plan. Ugh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, looks like we've only scratched the surface here. So I suppose, we yeah, we carry on to the... Uh, Deeper the into next... this place. Yep. There's a door over on our right-hand side, so... This makes as much sense to me as any. Well, it's the only door in here, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As far as I can see. This is a cool place. It's super cool. And they ruined it. Gives me page master vibes. Totally. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but apparently Brazili already has what he wants. Because he came, grabbed a book, and left. I'm sure it's the knowledge that he keeps, mm. like, he knows about all these things. He specifically picked the opera house to stay in. Like, where else would you find knowledge like you that? Think Here. Like, maybe he hit this place first? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but it's he possible. wasn't in the city until after the Night of Ashes, because that's when the mayor disappeared. Well, he could have showed up that night and hung out until it was done, and then... He appeared the day after the Night of Ashes. Yeah, yeah the, the bigger issue is if, uh, even assuming that's a lesser planar binding to bind that, that's still a pretty powerful spellcaster. Well, she's not here. So thankfully no. she's not here, because she would wipe the floor with us, probably. Yeah. Probably. Well, whomever she is, she was also responsible for the uh, tooth fairies that you dealt with. Also the fairies and the Asmodeans have, have had inside information before any of this even started. They knew who to attack on the Night of Ashes. Brazili knew exactly where this place is, came in, got the exact book he want, and left. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. It sounds like he's got access to some powerful divinations then, if he knows exactly where or all this stuff is. Or he has this lady who has access to those things. Yeah, or something. Or he just did footwork. I mean, as you experience with an Inquisitor from another adventure path that you have in your party, sometimes you just do the legwork. Yeah, yeah, but he's also like a fancy pants rich guy, so he'd be noticeable in the city if he were just in like around asking questions. Well, yeah, he probably couldn't just walk around as himself. However, he is the High Inquisitor of the Church of Asmodeus, so. He has people, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a, and it's relatively inexpensive hat of disguise, so. Yeah. Well, so you anyway. wish to leave this room? Yep. 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 You turn. Make your way. Open up another door. Beyond this door, you see a long set of stairs. Wow. Descending further down into the earth. Okay, there is a third floor. <laughs> you make your way forward and down into the earth. The hallway is some 10 feet wide, stretches up to a height of some 10 feet high, with stairs descending steadily downwards. The stairs, once again, as the stairs, whenever you first descended down the spiral staircase, are marked with the same runes, spelling out in this case the same word, words, as you descend down into the earth. The walls here are made of dark stone and unadorned, with the exception of again the small alcoves set in the walls for lanterns to be placed at approximately elbow height, although again all of these are missing. As you reach the bottom of the steps, you see a small open area here. Off towards the side is a large mural, depicting what appears to be a well-built man sitting in what seems to be conversation with a second handsome man as the two of them appear to be in the process of debating over some sort of tome of knowledge. All of the style for this is done in a very nonchalaxian art style, something much further Eastern, probably Vudrani, judging by its general design. Cool. An open archway off towards your left leads out of this chamber. Down the length of that hallway... Uh, Niccolo, at the very least, can see the entire length down to the end of that. 
you can see that is a long hallway, four doors along the left-hand side, three pillars interrupting the length of the hallway, and a large archway down at the end on the left. A second hallway branches off of this one, only about ten feet down from where you are now. All right. We've got a door, then a hallway, then more doors. One at a time? Yeah, I think we should one take them in order. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make a religion check. I'll just go ahead and give this to Niccolo instead of uh, going through the secret check thing. Uh, you can recognize the two depictions here as one of them is that of Iori, the uh, the well-built muscular man. Uh, the other picture appears to be of a winged individual uh, known as Gruhasta, who is oh, a Vidrani okay. guard, the mortal nephew of Iori, uh, who ascended hmm. to divinity by authoring a book so perfectly profound that he merged with it and became a god. Wow. Okay. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Gruhasta's cool. Gruhasta. Well done, Art. Turning you making your way, there's a door off, three more doors off towards your left-hand side as you make your way down the length of this, as well as a uh, hallway that branches off towards your left. So I guess we'll start with the first door immediately to our left-hand side. Very well. As you turn down here, you can see that there are further signs of battle. As you begin to make your way down this hall, blood stains across the floor, and perhaps just as disturbingly, bloody drag marks. Yikes. As if bodies were dragged down this hall and deeper into the complex. Oof, that probably means we're going to fight more undead, if I had to guess. Probably. Yeah, the Asmodeans and Kentargo are fond of raising dead. And not the good raising dead where you return somebody lost to their loved ones. <laughs> mm. Opening the door off towards your left. Notably, I suppose Nicola would probably be the first to note this. Uh, the door has a simple door handle. There is no lock on this door. Fits for the monastery. The door opens into a small room. A 10-foot cell, basically, mm. with a bed and a desk what? and a single lantern. The bed appears to have been recently slept in. If there was any blood in this room, it seems to have been cleared up. Hmm. hmm. So maybe they're staying down here. At least some of them, probably. Yeah. Well, no one in here. There's a lamp. If we want to take a look around, we can. I don't know if we have time for that right now. Yeah. I'd rather not them sneak up on us while we're crowded into a small room. Well, there's nothing obvious, at least. There's no... I mean, the, uh, does the desk seem like it has a drawer or something, or is it just, like, a, basically a plank you can write on? Yeah, I mean, it's basically just a desk. There's a stool that is tucked under the desk. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that has obvious, like, very easy to pull out things that might hide stuff, so... I'd like to check I mean... under the pillow, but that's it. <laughs> Uh, Cesare and Niccolo, this is very much a cell, as in a monastic monk cell. It is very Spartan with little accommodations mm. as far as comfort are concerned. Yeah, chances are there's probably nothing of value here. But, I mean, if we want to just, like, lift the pillow up and just go, hey, that's where they keep their secret bedtime dagger or whatever. It would take one minute to search the room. I really think we should just move on, because if we get trapped in this 10-foot hallway... We can search this place after we clear everybody out, is what I'm kind of thinking. Those hellhounds will breathe fire on us. Well, they're going to do that regardless. Yeah, but I mean, if we're stuck in this hallway, it's we're not spread out. They're going to hit all of us. It's just little rooms and stuff can be searched when we've dealt with, you know, the part demon or devil lady and the hellhounds. So there's a hallway up ahead. It stretches off... I guess a ways. I... Turning and glancing down the hallway, oh, you see that there's a hallway off towards your left-hand side that goes for about 30, maybe 35 feet. 
There are two more doors on the left-hand side of that hallway, another door on the right-hand side of the hallway, and what appears to be either another hallway or an alcove set about 15 feet down its length. I think we should follow the bloody drag marks. Uh, there are bloody drag marks in that direction as well. There are going to be This everywhere. entire place looks like a bloodbath. Mm. It's going to be a maze is what I'm betting. I mean, Incredible. well, I have a feeling that we're right now in where all the cells are, basically. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to be yeah. like sleeping quarters. I, I would assume so, but we might as well go, op- like at least go in, open the doors, make sure that's what they are. Yeah. So nobody can sneak up behind us, you know, to uh, Heather's point. We've had that happen before in other games, and that is and not It has fun. happened. It's true. I guess they came start from behind. I guess start going down the hallway, and then um, on the left hand side, it looks like there's two doors. So I'll open the door first. We'll be passing another hallway, too, but. Making oh, your man. way down. Kind of forming up into your usual. Uh, is Chesare bringing up the rear? Usually. Making your way down the length of this. Uh, Nicolo, you reach that first intersection, turn to look down there, and then see that it is not, in fact, oh. another hallway, but just oh, a small goodness. alcove. Okay. Judging by the prayer mat here and the large uh, depiction of Iori, you're going to guess that this is just a small shrine. Okay. A short distance past that, you reach the first door. This door is actually already open. Looking inside, there is blood everywhere inside of this room. Yikes. It is only about five feet deep and ten feet long and seems to have been a closet of some form. The wall here has numerous sheafs of paper available as well as what appears to be a small table with ink pots and additional writing implements. Whatever happened here, something or someone was basically slaughtered and then dragged out of said room. Yikes. Mm. Yeah, oh there's boy. There's a lot of blood. There's paper and ink, I guess. Probably where they wrote stuff. Probably. And by the looks of it was somebody was hiding. Probably. Uh, This looks less like a chamber that someone would write in and more like the supply room for basically like, here's where we keep all the printer paper. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because like they have desks in their cells. Reaching the next door and opening it, you find it as a chamber near identical to the previous chamber, just sans bloodbath. So an improvement. Hmm. Okay. More supplies, less blood. That's about it. Opening the door at the end of the chamber and glancing in, it appears to be another sleeping chamber. However, this one looks to be larger than the ones that you've seen up until the previous point. Just opening the door and glancing in, you can immediately see a slightly larger bed, although most of the room stretches away off towards the side where you can't see unless you choose to enter the chamber. I mean, I'll poke my head in. Might as well. Stepping into the chamber, you find a room larger than the previous ones, almost twice the size. A desk stands off towards one far side. The bed is somewhat larger. There's actually even a wash basin in here. It seems almost more like a private bed chamber than the cells that you'd seen previously, or perhaps the cells for the you know, heads of the monastic order. Everyone go ahead and make me a perception roll. Nicolo goes over and does pick it up. This might have been um, a room for one or both of Rexus's parents. He then takes, a, you know, shows everybody the portrait that he found. It is a portrait of what appears to be a somewhat younger Rexus. Judging by his the general demeanor, age, as well as immediately recognizable for both Vittoria and Cesare, the fact that he is wearing a student's uniform. You think this may have been taken sometime, may have been painted sometime close to his acceptance to Alabaster Academy. He is flanked by a man with a beard and a woman with long flowing hair. 
recognizable as those in the portrait that you had found inside of the Viticor Manor. They had a bedroom here too? They were part of the order, it would make sense. They sp obviously spent quite a bit of money and time renovating this place. Yeah. We should probably return that to Raxus. Yeah, I Definitely. agree. Uh, in addition to that, Niccolo and Lucia both uh, notice that there is something curious about the wall next to where basically where Cesare is standing right now, now, but next to the foot of the bed. As you step a little closer, you notice that there is a section of the wall that juts out a fraction of an inch too far. Huh. This looks yeah. like this might be a secret compartment. Yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe there's something helpful in there. Lucia will back up so Niccolo can check for traps. Sure. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a quick look and uh looking it over. Make a perception if you so wish, although you do have trap spotter. Yeah, I mean I'll go ahead and do it with with the trap finder bonus, but yeah. Okay. Looking over? No, looks clear. Again, click. Um <laughs> So I guess I'll go on ahead and fish it out if it is a compartment, or it might be a secret door latch, I don't know. Fumbling at the edge of this, you find Yeah, there is a release here. Releasing that, you find a section of the wall two and a half feet across, six feet high, mm. pivots, revealing an additional chamber beyond. Oh, mm. wow. Cool secret door. Nice. This is a room similar in size to the room that you're in now. In fact, actually identical in size and very close in layout. There's a single door that exits out of this chamber as well. Huh. Interesting. This seems like an interesting way to go. So I guess, yeah, I guess we'll step into it and look around this room. Yeah. Stepping into the room, if everyone wishes to make me a perception roll real quick. Okay. Huh. Weird. I don't like searching all these tiny, tiny rooms. <laughs> You're just thinking of the hellhounds. Yes. breath. Yes. Yep. Gonna be toasty times. Yeah. It appears to be a room similar in size to the other one. Uh, there are no personal effects here. Again, the previous room, the only personal, the only you know item that was a personal effect was that portrait. The only difference with this room is... God, all of you rolled really well. Yes. <laughs> Woo! So I'll give it to all of you. The bed here looks like it has been slept in recently. It is not mm. made. Mm. In addition to that, someone seems to have added an armor rack. Huh. Oh, no. Did we just accidentally find the, the muscles uh, bed? Yeah. Either that or Nox's, but yeah. Yeah. One of them. <laughs> why was there... Okay, why would there be a secret passage between Rex's parents room in this room. This is like a guard room. I don't know. AJ's going to nip back into the other room and close the door. Maybe this is maybe this is supposed to be Rexus's room or something. I'm closing the door to the okay. hall. Mm. Huh. I guess we should close the secret passage behind us if we're going to go out this from this room. I'm assuming it still looks like a section of wall on the other side, so it's clear that so it's like secret on both sides. It is secret on both sides. Well, what does this door go to because it may not Maybe it doesn't go You're thinking maybe this is like a I secret mean, it might room just be a closet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That would be strange. Mm. Mm. No way to know until we open the door. Yeah, we'll have to open the door and find out. I'll shuffle Schrodinger's around. Schrodinger's closet. <laughs> so I suppose, Nicolo, you're opening the door? Yeah, sure. Assuming it doesn't explode or turn into a mimic or something, then yes. <laughs> the door opens up into a hallway. Wow. The hallway turns off towards the right-hand side, runs a length down. You can tell that there's another turn there, although judging by the shape of the previous hallway, you think it's probably another prayer alcove. There are two doors along your left-hand side, and then the end of the hallway opens up into a much larger room. Mm. Do we want to explore down this way, or do we want to go back? 
I don't know if it really matters in the long run. I kind of want to go back because those feel like those rooms might just be like, you know, one and done type rooms. And that way we're not leaving anything. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I think and we should go back The hallways probably rejoined at some point. That's probably what the bigger area is. If I had to guess, like maybe a common room or something. All right, then let's go on ahead and shut this. Go back the other way. Back through the secret door. Back. Are you closing these doors back behind you? Yes. yes. Even like they were. Like we were never there. No, I'm going to write Nicolo is here on each wall as I go. <laughs> Dang it, Nicolo. Seems like a great idea. Dang your love of graffiti. I know, right? But I'm going to take a wild guess and say that the three little doors in this hallway are probably all cells as well. Most likely, yeah. Yep. Yeah, seems likely, but let's at least confirm our suspicions. Making your way down the length of this hall. I suppose opening each of these three doors as you pass. Each one of them leads into a near identical small... 10 foot by 10 foot cell. Reaching the end of the hallway, the end of the hallway opens up into a large room. An overwhelming stench of flesh, rotting Uh, flesh, fills this wide table-strewn chamber. A web of barbed chains strangles its way through the room, supporting the decayed corpse of a man in drab robes. At the center of the web, suspended above the flagstones by its black iron tendrils, rests a fist-sized, 12-sided box, fashioned from wood and bronze. Wooden cases along the far wall have been smashed and overturned. Small pieces of paper covered with notes are scattered throughout the room, as if someone's been studying the strange sight for days. Oh, this crap. This feels very Hellraiser okay, puzzle I mean, it's box, horrifying. and I don't like it. No. Why is it here if they didn't bring it here? You'll have to find out next time. Dang it. Oh no. I I think I know exactly what is what happened here and it's not good. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.